listening to a podcast from Light FM. It's our Men in the Mirror week, and with us is now is Nishantan Danapalan. Nish, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, Terry. Are you sitting comfortably? Are you feeling good? I am feeling good. Thank you. Well, the first thing we're going to ask you, let's yeah. jump right into it. What exactly? is a men's circle. I get this question a lot, I think, because it's not something very common and new here in Malaysia. Mm. Well, it, it's sort of a culture or, or a practice that originated, I think, from the Northern Hemisphere of mm-hmm. the world. But basically, in this new renaissance of spirituality and mm. personal development, a lot of uh, communities in um, this country sort of you know, brought back this culture to bring people together. Now, a circle would mean it doesn't have to be men. It could be different communities and so on and so forth. Right. But I think there was a sort of rise in a movement of men looking for support right. and sort of adopting this practice of bringing people together. Right, um, because this would go quite far back, right? The idea of these sitting down in circles and having discussions. And I mean, we've heard it from like King Arthur's, you know, the right. Knights of Templar in a circle and things but like that. things probably have changed the way we would run it now in a modern day circle Uh, of men absolutely i think now it's more of you know sort of like as i mentioned adopting that uh model or format to just allow men to have a safe space to talk about um, their feelings about their lives i think growing up in a lot of us in very patriarchal societies we're kind of told that men are not allowed to feel a certain way or express um, their feelings it makes them less and i'm using air quotes here Mm, mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. less manly you know being vulnerable is a sign of weakness Mm. so i think coming in this as we move on into this new era of personal development we are looking at more spaces for men to talk about their feelings and you know to really just um, also build community with other men i think we also find that making friends as adults are really difficult i think it's also because when we're in this kind of mindset we also i think a lot of men have friends like they've known from like at least from college if not from school right and it's the kind of clique that you grew up with and you stay with Mm. Um, you become so comfortable in it you uh, find it difficult to meet new and different people right, uh, right. maybe from different backgrounds from different upbringings or different lifestyles this already feels like a men's circle right now even though it's just two of us I know yeah. and there's a woman here <laughs> <laughs> I mean there are many ways of doing it there's no really like one size fits all mm-hmm. sometimes you could do a model where you just let people m- come together network and just talk about their feelings for the day and it's very okay. simple and everybody goes back after that right and there's sometimes we um, like what I do in my practice with my men's circle under Jess Explains my, my friend who's also a sex positive advocate um, is to I think create a sense of uh, topic or theme uh, so it's thematic when we have each circle to sort of guide conversations and talk about some of the challenges we as adults face in what cases would someone want to join a men's circle who joins a men's circle so in our practice we say you know if you are a men's circle or you're masculine identifying mm. uh, within the the gender spectrum i think it's a matter of what masculinity means to you i think we're in also in an age where we are constantly questioning and redefining identities that's true there's a lot of questions and when it comes to labels as well the labels that some people are okay with and then the labels that people are not okay with they want to be called a certain thing sometimes and how do we go around respecting everybody's say in a particular idea I think also this is an opportunity to open for discourse Mm. and also question I find that in our circles it's very open for people to question other people about who they are and what 
you know, makes them identify with masculinity or being a man. And that's important to create safe spaces for a lot of individuals because sometimes when we use the word man and masculinity, it becomes very terrifying. It, it's very terrifying for a lot of men too because we mm. put on this expectation and it becomes like this big alpha pack, which is actually not. We just have to find a way to kind of keep things rounded and respectful. There's a lot of understanding. Whenever we have our circles, we actually have a house rule that we tell our um, guests who come in Mm -hmm. that, you know, you are not supposed to repeat what is said outside. This is a safe space. It's a sacred space. So you have to respect everybody's privacy and Mm -hmm. discretion. They've taken a chance to share this with you. So you should honor that. And we also say that at any point, if the conversation gets a little bit triggering, you're allowed to just leave the space oh okay uh, yeah no questions asked you're out to leave you can come back if you want if you want to go back not an issue as well okay that's great because there's a way to engage there are rules of engagement when it comes to this which of course then makes everyone feel safer as well to know that they're not forced into any sort of discourse that they're not comfortable with yeah even when we go around a circle and we ask questions right uh you're also allowed to skip and not answer if you want to oh, just okay. Practice as an active listener mm. in the circle, that's fine as well. We also then remind people, some people would just want to come and maybe feel some support and not want to contribute anything, and that's fine too. What are some of the issues that men face that are brought up during these men's circles that weigh them down and is a possibly a common discussion during the men's circles that you've been a part of? Expectations. Themes, okay, expectations. Uh, across the themes that we've done so far, I think we've done about four, five circles. Hmm. The thing that the biggest challenge for a lot of these men and masculine identifying individuals is that their expectations of... It's a varying degree of different kinds of expectations. Right. Whether it's financial, whether it's in relationships, whether, whether it's physical. Physical, mm. f- physical body image is a huge, huge topic that we've had a conversation on and we would like to continue that conversation, especially now when you open Instagram and you know yeah. you, you the <laughs> algorithm is constantly trying to push you yeah. know, its work on you. Yeah. And so you, you question yourself and our realities have now changed with social media and how we view different people. So expectations is one and I think relationships and also sex is a big aspect as well. Mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say that sexual awareness and education in Malaysia is very, very low. Mm-hmm. It's even actually lower than for men, mm-hmm. uh, to be honest. I don't have the statistics, unfortunately. But, right. um, but based, based on based your on experience, our experience in these yeah. circles, yeah, in these men's circles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oftentimes, a lot of our knowledge just comes from the internet and I'll just leave it there. Yeah. But which is all, you know, a sort of act and it's all acting, right? And there's no real talk about intimacy, connection, what actually sex is because mm. oftentimes we only think of sex just being one particular way but actually it's not right. it also then boils down back I think to expectations and then I think also family whether it's a family that you've created by marrying someone and have, having your children or even past past uh, childhood trauma that you've had with growing up here right. in Malaysia because you know we've got a lot of challenges with Asian families mm. Asian families have certain values and now right. as we redefine what it means to be an adult Malaysian or this you know a gen a millennial or a gen X or gen uh, Z yeah you really uh, did boil it down to expectations that's what it sounds yeah. like it comes down to that one thing is whether or not that person feels we feel that we match what our idea of what we're supposed to be is yeah so which changes do we change to fit that 
ideal that we have in our minds that we've been taught to feel perhaps or do we change the way we think we're supposed to be exactly and oftentimes i think the best way to sort of deal with it with mm. the expectations is to sort of look inwards and gratitude plays a huge part of it you know we we sort of tell our guests to take time during our circles to show gratitude right. for what we have even if it's something small for the day and then also to prioritize healing we remind them we're you know like i'm not a certified mental health professional right well not yet um okay. and then <laughs> what we offer is support there is some level of therapy mm. in bringing people together okay. right but we definitely as a community and as a circle we encourage our other fellow circle joiners to go and and seek professional help if there need be what are in your experience what are some of the questions if not one or just two of them that seems to inspire or invoke the most deepest response and makes people question like maybe the things that they think of or that are very thought provoking that's a good question <laughs> bring, bring out some sort of uh, realization in people the question that i think oftentimes people well i guess maybe it's not a question but it's a realization mm-hmm. is when people find out that they have some level of trauma whether it's childhood an abusive relationship mm. friendship gone wrong mm. something at work and that's affecting their the way they run their lives or you know because we don't really actually sort of recognize our trauma until it's until someone actually points it out because it becomes like as human beings we're taught to survive mm-hmm. so when we face a traumatic situation we adapt to it right just to survive right and oftentimes that's what anxiety is and anxiety mm. is uh, anxiety disorder is actually a disorder of the flight and fight response mm-hmm. which is a survival instinct Still, yeah. so for some people they just learn to function until they cannot function right. so i'm just using anxiety as a as an example and you know like there's only so much you can sweep under the rug until the rug isn't flat anymore and there's exactly. like a giant mountain that you're going to trip it's gonna over pop. right and if someone's going to step on the rug it's the, it's all going to come out and it's going to come out all at the right. same time and somebody's going to get hurt yeah we I, yeah. I think we've taken this metaphor to yes. the furthest point we have <laughs> and we can bring it to <laughs> and so you know when people find out like you know why am i i think maybe they'll ask like why am i like this why do i feel this way yeah. and sometimes i don't have to say it. it people share that they've had the same experience and they got help right and then that's when the light bulb comes on right when somebody else in the group shares what they've been through the realization can then dawn upon the person listening like maybe that's me too oh i didn't think about it that's that's what i'm going through never thought about it that way never thought it could be this yeah and even in our session the usually the last session we have like a sharing session mm-hmm. anyone can ask any question to anyone mm-hmm. within the oh. the realms of consent and respect and discretion by no means you're you need to take that advice and by no means like you have to answer answer as well person, yeah. um oftentimes if they don't then i have to sort of you know help drive at least some of the conversation right. but it's to i think give people an opportunity to listen to other people's perspective because yeah. oftentimes we don't realize we have a lot more in common with each other than we don't right right and hearing someone else triumphant from it or us who still working on it or maybe there's they're still figuring out adds a lot of solidarity yeah and that makes a huge difference it's 2023 yeah we have come a long way since those initial circles that happened from the origins of when men circles began how can we as like family and friends encourage a safe space for men 
in our lives to healthily open up without making them feel like they're helpless or they're exposed? Is there a way to approach a person or is it something they have to come into realization or they have to realize on their own? It's a very hard question, Hmm. but I think there is many ways to approach it. And at the same time, there's a bit of both in what you said. Like, Hmm. you know, if someone has to say it or they have to come to a realization of it. Mm. Right. If so, I is there a way for us to lead that so-called <laughs> horse to water? I think at the end of the day, it will begin on the person itself. Yeah. It has to begin on the person itself mm-hmm. because they have to take responsibility for their well-being. There was a quote somewhere that I read that you know, if a child is having mental health challenges, mm. it's the parent's responsibility to take the child to get professional help but right. if you as an adult have mental health uh, challenge or issue mm. it's your responsibility to be well and healthy you know if you have a fever you're going to have to cart yourself to the clinic right, uh, right. to get medication that would be the same thing right. you would just have to find a way to help yourself and realize that helping yourself is not a sign of weakness it is actually a sign of strength because once again we go back into the realm of struggling to be vulnerable mm. and going back into it is that families should be very supportive right. of helping their men and you know men folk right. to slowly embrace because there's a lot of things we have to learn to unlearn mm. in terms of expectations right. and things that we are thought of from very young about what right. it means to be masculine right? right so patience is also very important right and also i think really being persistent and calm Right. Um, in trying to help them, I one of the men's not in they, they have not come to my own men's circle, but these uh, one of these um, guys that I knew from the other circles, he had some issues and he found it very difficult to talk about it. Mm. He comes from a relatively non-English speaking background, so he's mm. only recently started speaking English. Uh, he's Malaysian, and you know he started opening up to other people. It was his girlfriend who helped who said, okay, if you're not ready to go for a professional help, mm. maybe you should meet these guys. And that's also because she goes to yoga at the studio and then she saw about right. the men's circle and then she shared about it. Right. So it's, so it's, it's a, all about... it's a suggestion. It's like, it's a suggestion. Hey, if you think you're, it's something for you, go and check it out. You know, there's a place that you can go to if you think it's a place that you feel... You yeah. can go one time, you can leave whenever you want, which is what, is quite a draw for a men's circle because Correct. there is no requirement. You can go there and you can leave whenever you want. And what have you got to lose? One final question. Um, on the flip side of, you know, encouraging men to share and encouraging men to be more open with their emotions, is there a point where some men might feel they're being forced to be more sensitive when they don't need to? Yes. And I think they should recognize that, you know, you shouldn't be forced to feel how you should feel. Mm. And that's fine. If you want to be stoic and you want to be discreet about how you feel, right. that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I think we just want you to know that mm. if you if that's your way of coping with it, mm. that's cool, mm. right? That's okay for you. And that's I, what a men's circle can help you do as well. Find yeah. out whether you're okay with yourself. Yes. Right? Because if you're okay with yourself and you're not the incredibly emotional, wear your emotions on your sleeve type of person, but if you're okay with that and it's not affecting the people around you and you're perfectly fine not, and you're not hurting anyone, yeah. then you should be okay being you. Yeah. That and you, you can already are. also be that, you know, one circle you might be super open and you want to overshare. <laughs> and the next circle you want to be an active listener and that's fine. That's fine too. You can be an active listener. So make sure you check it out. Head on over to where can they get the tickets? So they can get tickets at Uh temu.my or for more information, they can also check out Jasmine King, my co-host Instagram. Uh, The Jazz Explains, that's T-H-E-J-S-E-X 
P-L-A-I-N-S. Got it. Thank you so much for joining us, Nish. It's been uh, very, very eye-opening. And um, I look forward to maybe going to one of these men's Do circles. come. It'll be, yeah. a, it'll be an absolute pleasure to host you. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S-Y-O-K.